Everyone at the same time. That worked well. (laughs) On three. And nobody knows what on three is. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 20. We have made it to the end of the season of Leafs Fans in Hostile Lands. Thank you so much for being with us uh, tonight. So we're going to do it a little bit differently this uh, week because it's the end of the regular season, moving into the playoffs. We're getting excited, so we're going to talk some playoffs. We're going to do a very quick recap. We're going to talk about the Sens a little bit, talk about our predictions for who's going to win in the playoffs, and then we're going to do a segment called Who Said It, as we mentioned last week. Woo! Episode 20. We did it. Absolutely. Gentlemen, cheers. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Craig can never find his beer. I can never find my beer. (laughs) That's a good sign that I've had enough beer. That's right. Or not enough. I've been home all day. I got my vaccine. All I've been doing is sitting on the deck drinking beer. (laughs) Sounds like a nice day. I did the same just with a two-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) You were drinking two-year-olds? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that that took south pretty quick. Getting back to the recap, though, uh, we had two games to finish off our season this year, a game on the 12th against Ottawa, a game on the 14th against the Jets. I'm just going to say that I don't think, well, I mean, we rested Marner against the Jets, so they obviously weren't taking the hockey game seriously. And against Ottawa, they looked like they were still playing. Um, The one nice thing is we got a power play goal, so that's great. We got a shorthanded goal against us, so it evens it out. Uh, Ultimately, we lost both of those games, but you know, going into the playoffs, I'm really not that concerned because I know that the Leafs have the capacity to play well. I know they're going to be focusing on the playoffs. And I also see that little Y right beside their name in the playoff bracket mm. or the standings. <laughs> so that makes me, that comforts me at night. So in any case, lost our last two games of the season. Bit of a shame. But, you know, we have playoffs looking forward. Uh, so we're going to go to Kyle now and he's going to kind of run us through uh, some playoff bracket stuff. Kyle. And I'm immediately going to pass to Craig. That's actually happened twice now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I listened to another episode that I was like, okay, and Kyle. And then and Kyle said Craig. the exact same thing. <laughs> so we're going to do our playoff predictions for uh, um, for this year's playoffs. So we so there's already been a couple games played. There was a couple games yesterday and a couple games today. Um, so we locked in our predictions back last Friday before there was any uh, for any playoffs. So we weren't swayed. So we'll see how those uh, first few games have fared out for our predictions. Let's leave the North Division to the end. So let's go to the next closest with the the East Division. The first series we've got uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins against the fourth place New York Islanders. All right. Uh, Dan, what are your predictions for the uh, Penguins versus Islanders? Uh, so I'm I'm going to go kind of traditional and go with the Penguins on this one. You know, they place first in the division. They're a solid team. They've got good goaltending. They've got good everything. Um, the Islanders did well, but they kind of came up at the end of the season. And I, I think Pittsburgh got them. How many games? Oh, sorry. Uh, win in six. Pittsburgh win in six. Six. I... Uh, went opposite direction. I went Islanders in Ooh. seven. Now that's like that's pretty close. Um, but Islanders are a playoff team. I think they have better goaltending than uh, Pittsburgh. To be honest, I think Sorokin and Varlamov are uh, are better tandem than uh, Jari and DeSmith. In fact, today 
uh, the Islanders won in overtime. So that helps my original prediction. Does, and does. it was uh, it was Sorokin and Ned. Varlamov was not even dressed, and Schneider was, was backing him up. So that's that's pretty cool. So the first one we mentioned, yeah, is, is my first upset. But at the same time, Islanders went to the conference final last year. I think playoff team might uh, might pull through. So I, I've got Pittsburgh to win this series, but I also have it in seven games. I think it's going to be pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes mm-hmm. yep. down again, like you said, that goaltending in uh, in the island. and But at the same time, I have a hard time betting against uh, Crosby. All right, for the other series. So we've got the Washington Capitals against the uh, much-beloved Boston Bruins. Uh, Daniel, what's your, what do you think on that one? So I, I would just first like to apologize to Leafs Nation for saying this, <laughs> but I'm going to take the Bruins in six. Um, I think uh, I think they're the better team, to be honest. Um, they've got size. They've got veteran players. I think they're going to be a little spooked going up against Chara. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's already been some some, some interesting debate, Chara action in the Chara, game so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. So, but but I do think it's going to fall to the Bruins. Kyle, what do you think? I said the exact same thing. Bruins in six, and it's it's so weird. It's it it's Ovechkin. Like, come on, how could we not pick Ovechkin? But the Bruins have been playoff contenders for years, like almost a decade. They won a decade ago, 2011, against the Canucks. And, and, and they look haven't where the trajectories the of those two teams have gone since then. Yeah, exactly. And, and the Bruins, I'm quite confident there are many different players on that team, but they still have Marshawn, Bergeron. Well, they don't have Chara this year, but they had him throughout this whole period. Like it, and Rask, you know, the same core this whole decade. So it's hard for me to uh, go against the Bruins. Capitals have some questions in net. Uh, even Vanacek yesterday mm-hmm. had to be, uh, he left the game and Craig Anderson got in, which is cool. But also Samsonov, still nowhere to be found. Something about a COVID protocol with uh, Samsonov. Is that right? Yeah. So that's that's mm-hmm. a shame for them. So I think, again, it comes down to goaltending a little bit. Even if Rask doesn't play well, uh, his backup Swayman, or their third goalie, Halak. Like, <laughs> Swayman's been, yeah, pretty solid, and Halak has always been solid. So, yeah, yeah Bruins and six. That's funny. I was thinking about Halak earlier today. I was wondering where he had gone. I didn't realize he was still with the Bruins. Uh, so I also have the Bruins and six. So we've got the Bruins, <laughs> six, six, six. Oh, sorry, Leafs Nation. Yeah, uh, that, that's always a good sign. All right, so let's just move on from that. So in the Central Division, uh, we've got the first-place Hurricanes against the fourth-place Predators. So the Predators have had a, a great second half of the season. They, uh, a lot of people thought they were going to be sellers a couple months ago, and they've, uh, um, they had a pretty commanding lead going into, well, except for pretty close to Dallas, by going into the playoffs. Uh, so, number one, Hurricanes against the four Predators. Dan, what do you think? I, so I took Predators in five. Um, you did I, what? I, what? <laughs> I took Predators in five. I'm going on. This is my Ooh, one, like, If you need an upset, there it is. I, I need an upset, but you know what? I'm I'm loving this come from behind Just story. Give with me their your goalie. money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I think it's going to be the upset that everyone is going to see in this uh, first round. So, you know, the goaltending I think is going to make the difference. If Saros can be still on top, if he can hold what 
uh, his record that he came out of the second half with, I, I think uh, they can take it. So there's my upset, boys. Hopefully, uh, you know, I get it, and we'll see what happens tonight. Daniel, you are a braver man than myself. <laughs> Kyle, what do you think? I, I, I'm going to assume you went with the uh, Hurricanes based on your reaction. I, so how, I how many games? I definitely went with the Hurricanes. <laughs> I went with the Hurricanes in four. I did go for Ooh. the sweep. I think this oh. is my oh, only wow. sweep. Yeah. Uh, like, the the point difference between these two teams is gargantuan. Like (laughs) the Preds shouldn't really be here. And I don't have faith in one, two players making 8 million and putting up the points of about a million dollar player. Philip Forsberg. Sure. He's about the same. Arvidsson making four, putting up almost nothing. Like who's good on this team? Like I have the goalie, the the goalie, the defense, which (laughs) is fine. Yeah. But they like, you I don't like with almost no forwards there that I have any faith in. I don't think the Preds can go very far, let alone give the Hurricanes a run for their money. But I, yeah, I got I had to pick one sweep, so this was my biggest biggest sweep. Kyle, you have to f- factor in that the Hurricanes have Reimer. Does that change your thinking at all? No, because he's their third goalie. <laughs> <I> yeah. <know. laughs> all right, so I also I have uh, I've got the Hurricanes as well in five games. Figure give the Predators one at home. Uh, okay, so <laughs> next series, we've got the Battle of Florida. First time ever in the playoffs. Uh, so this is something that I'm looking forward to. I'll probably watch a couple of these games. Um, hopefully we get a little bit more of a rivalry. It's been kind of back and forth all season between these two teams. So we've got the Florida Panthers and the uh, number three Tampa Bay Lightning, the uh, reigning cha- Stanley Cup champions. Dan, what do you think on that one? Um, so I did take the favorite. I took Florida and I put it in four. I think that um, Florida is going to come out a little bit strong and uh, they're going to be able to take the lightning. Can I? Uh, I, I mean, I'm hoping. Can, can uh, So I'll just let you know that uh, Nikita Kucherov and Steve Stamkos are both coming back for the playoffs. And uh, Kucherov's been oh. off all season and Stamkos has been off for a significant amount of time. Um, so I didn't know they were back, so I'll take the lightning in three. So um, the, the, the lightning are going to be the uh, about $10 Panthers will forfeit over. their last game. Yeah. Break yeah. the rules. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Florida. Um, you know, that's unfortunate news I just received, but uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see where it goes. I, uh, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of Central, so these are my two. These were the two kind of toss ups for me. I don't really follow the Central that closely, so we'll see. Um, I do agree with Daniel that the Panthers are going to win. However, I don't agree that they are the favorites. I would say this is an upset that yes. uh, the Panthers beat. Again, it's an upset the, the that the numbers Stanley don't Cup. say. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have Panthers in seven. This team is ridiculous. Again, lots of goalie depth. Yes, the Lightning have uh, Vasilevsky, but he if he goes down, McElhaney has not been his former Leaf self. Uh, Panthers have Bobrovsky. Drieger and Spencer Knight. Like, I'm down with all three of those. Panthers in seven. Hmm. So I'll be the contrary on this one. I'm going to go with uh, Tampa. I think that, uh, you know, Andre Vaskalevsky played every game last year for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the bubble to win the Stanley Cup. I th- I'm yep. not worried about his durability. I think I don't think they're going to have to use a backup with McElhaney. Um, I think with having Kucherov back that, uh, they just, they have the experience Panthers, you know, 
they didn't haven't made it to the playoffs in the last number of years. So I think if we're going to be seeing something similar to the Leafs in the last couple of years that, you know, they've got a lot of talent. But when it comes down to those, you know, those grinding games in those series, I'm just going to go with Tampa's experience. Yeah, you might be right on that one. Yep. That's this is the hardest one, I think that this. Yeah, I think this is the biggest toss up. Uh, I saw on Twitter today, someone had compiled a bunch of the different models um, for the different percentages of the, you know, who's going to win each series. And this one was pretty close. Um, I think I saw with the uh, the Nashville one, the highest uh, chance was them winning at 29%. So I don't think Nashville is going to win, Dan. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm, uh, I'm hoping wrong. just for the bracket. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, in my NHL bracket, I did take the Hurricanes. So oh, okay. I just wanted to throw a little bit of a curveball here. Nice, nice. I dig that. I dig that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if the Predators did it? Like, it would, it I would like be. the Hurricanes, though. Yeah, Look yeah, at the end I of this. really like the Hurricanes. So when it's the Hurricanes oh, and uh, Leafs in the final, and they're down to Reimer and Nett. Um, I'll blame you guys. Perfect. All right, so let's, <laughs> let's move out west. Uh, so we've got the President's Trophy winning Colorado Avalanche, Colorado Nordiques, if we want to call them that, against yeah. the fourth place St. Louis Blues, uh, Stanley Cup champions from two years ago. Uh, Daniel, what do you think on that one? So this this one I didn't deviate. I took uh, Avalanche in five. Um, I gave I gave the Blues one game to see if they can get skates under them and <laughs> win a game, but um, I think the Avalanche will take it pretty easily. I mean, just looking at the point differential <laughs> again, at the it's wild stats. It's crazy. It's it's so far apart that um. If the Avalanche don't win, it's it will be an embarrassment. So I've, I've gone the safe pick. But Ryan O'Reilly said they're going to beat the Avalanche. Like it's, it's, it's going to happen. No. Uh, People uh, also I'll... believe the Earth's flat. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, Good Kyle. Glory. So I'm I'm assuming you're going with the Avalanche as well, based on that. Yeah, Avalanche in six. I have the Avalanche going very far from my uh, fun little NHL playoff bracket. Uh, yeah, Avalanche in six, no doubt. And I've got the Avs in five. So, all right. So we've got the uh, second place Golden Knights who tied with the um, Colorado Avalanche for the President's Trophy this year. Uh, they just lost it on the tiebreaker. And the third place Minnesota Wilds, uh, um, the owners of the best jerseys in the NHL right now. Daniel, what do you think? Um, on, on this one, I took the, the Golden Knights. I took them in, in seven, though. I think it's going to be a close matchup. Um, I think it's going to come down to goaltending. I think that might be a, a bit of a tricky one for the Wild to, uh, or sorry, for, for the Golden Knights to get through. Um, you know, but we'll see. I also really like the Knights. They've been around for only a couple of years, and they're blowing everyone out of the water. So I don't want them to win the Cup, but I'd like them maybe to go a round or two. So I picked the Knights. Kyle. I have another upset, actually. I picked the Wild in seven. I Ooh. think they're one of the most aggressive teams. I think they're one of the most exciting teams this year. Uh, I think the Knights are going to give them a very hard time, but I think they're just going to come through, uh, win in seven, and talk about giving everyone a hard time. Today, the Wild won in overtime, won nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's, I, I think, how it's going to be. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I hadn't seen the uh, the final it's, of that one yet. When I uh, 
kind of first got back into hockey. Like I, there was a gap there in my life where I didn't watch too, too much hockey. When I first got back into it, I watched, I swear to God, every game. And there was a series against, uh, it was Avalanche against the Wild. Patrick Waugh was still the coach. And I watched like every game for some reason for those two teams. Every single one went to overtime. Patrick Waugh, that's where he started pulling the goalie in like five minutes left. Mm. And it was some of the most exciting hockey. So I expect this series to be similar to that. Overtime, lots of great plays, uh, and just just a riot. Yeah, that, I, I think that's going to be one of the best series. I have the Golden Knights as well, but I haven't been six games. I think that one really can go either way. And, yeah. well, yeah, now knowing that the Wild won one. Um, did you say that was in regulation or in overtime, Kyle? Over Overtime. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury shut the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which they should. You know, they're that caliber of goalie. Yeah. I, I, I'm really glad to see that Cam Talbot had a, a pretty decent bounce back season this year. Uh, you know, things didn't Absolutely. go too well in Calgary last year. All right. So this just leaves us with our North Division. So we're going to go with start with the number two and number three Oilers versus Jets. Daniel, what do you think? Oilers or Jets? Oh, oh, sorry. Oilers, Jets first, of course. Um, <laughs> So I had the Oilers in five. I, I do think they can beat Winnipeg. They've beaten them in most of the times they met this season. Um, I think the only factor could be Hellerbuck. Um, if he has a really good series, who knows? Um, I have them winning in five, so I do have it as kind of a blowout, but I, I'm going to stick with the Oilers. Yep, me too. Oilers in five. Uh, Jets looked okay against the Leafs the other mm-hmm. night, but it was it was kind of a gentleman's game. There wasn't too much going on. Uh, yep. I think McDavid and Dreisaitl are going to have one of their Agreed. best playoffs, and they're going to start like this. 5-5-5 five, five, five Oilers. I also have the Oilers in five. <laughs> Perfect. There All right, go. so last but not least, Leafs versus the Canadians. And before we get into this, I just saw a, uh, a notification that um, Brendan Gallagher and Carey Price are doing a conditioning stint right now with the Laval Rocket. So they are going to get a little bit, they are going to get a little bit of ice time in this break um, where the other teams are practicing. They're going to be getting some playing time. Um, So, Daniel, what do you think? I I mean, that for me, doesn't change the the way that the series should go. But uh, I have the Leafs in six. So obviously I'm going to pick Toronto. I think they're the best team in the league or sorry, best team in the division this year. Um, obviously they're playing really well. I think the only factor that we may get in trouble with is our power play. Um, but you know, I've heard, uh, dribbles that we may be working on the power play. Uh, if you want to talk about that later, Craig, I think you were the one that told me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the Leafs can pull it off. I think, um, it's going to be a tough series for them. And I think the two games that they're going to lose, I think they might lose badly, but I think they're going to come back and win it in six. Yep. Same. Leafs in six. I'm not going for the Canadians. I've got full confidence. I also agree with what Dan said, that there's going to be those two games are going to shake us. They are going to ruin our faith, but then the Leafs are going to come back and finish this off before it gets to seven. I think it's it's really important that they do that. So I've got Montreal in four. You are kicked <laughs> off this podcast. Okay. Have a no. good night, Craig. <laughs> No, I, I also have the Leafs in six. I'm thinking the same thing. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a tight series. 
Um, really comes down to Montreal's goaltending and Toronto's goaltending. I know Campbell's been playing well, but anything can happen. He's not uh, a proven playoff goaltender yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, gonna it's a uh, it's gonna be a fun playoffs. I'm looking forward to I seeing. I think there was there was three series. I think we all picked the same thing, so we're all going off like uh, what's that? Uh, five series to kind of win win this thing. What do we put down? Twenty bucks for this round, something like that. Yeah, something like that sounds good. Yeah, nice, nice. So the series that we all pick the same thing, it doesn't really matter. But uh, the other ones, look out, look out. Especially some of those ones where it's like, especially the Preds. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> but hey. the Golden Knights one, too. I I might be losing that Golden Knights one, but you never know. It might come, might, might come from behind. I, I'll be the one laughing if the Preds win. So <laughs> that is if they true. win yep. one, though, I'm going to get super excited. So get ready. Yeah. <laughs> we got to mention our buddy, Austin freaking Matthews. He did it. He pulled it off. 50 and 50, I mean, uh, 40 in 40 something games. Uh, Rocket Richard trophy winner. 41. Yeah. Unless one of the Calgary or Canucks players <laughs> decide to just go nuts over their last three regular season games that are still happening right now. That's, that's so cool. I don't know the last time a Leafs player won the Rocket Richard. I'm not sure if it was ever, but this uh, is ni- super, super cool. 1945. Uh, Gay Stewart scored the, or, uh, scored, I think 31 goals to lead the NHL in, uh, goals that season. That was well before the Rocket Richard trophy because he beat Rocket Richard in goals that season. <laughs> so they didn't really That's have a trophy so cool. named after him yet. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. So, and, and Kyle, in case you're worried about somebody from Ottawa coming up and matching, uh, Matthews, that'd be Connor Brown. Except yep. he's at 21 goals. So he'd have oh, to have okay. some pretty spectacular game. <laughs> well, Ottawa's done. But uh, <laughs> that's okay. So that's that's super exciting for the Leafs. Um, how many goals do you think uh, Austin Matthews is going to score in the first round? Five. Six. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? I, Two goals per game. I, I don't disbelieve that. It's very possible. That'd be the if best. He's going to open it up. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If he scores ten goals, it's going to be a four. It's going to be a four game sweep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, before we get to our fun segment to finish off our twentieth episode, we're going to do another capital corner. Ba, 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 da. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um. Just a little love for our Sens fans and our Sens team in the hostile lands. Really, really cool story. I think it was this week or last week that came out. Tim Stusla gets his first career hat trick, and I believe it was Brady Kachuk that set it up. But still, his neighbors and the neighborhood and everything, they got together, and they threw a lot of hats into his background. It was very, very cool, very, very heartwarming. I don't know what neighborhood it was in, but... uh, they aren't living lavishly. My uh, my partner noticed that, and she was like, "Why doesn't he live in a mansion?" I'm like, "You're right. Why don't they live in mansions?" Well, let's keep they're the still lifestyle humble. Yeah, he's they're young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But really, really cool that they did that. Um, I can't wait until I get my first hat trick, and that happens to me as well. <laughs> Looking forward to it for sure. Um, so uh, let's where, just kind of go over. Where do you think you're going to be drafted in the entry draft this year? You expecting to go? You know, top four rounds, or you think you're going to be a, more of a bottom selection there, Kyle? 
Oh, I'll be undrafted. I'm too old for this. Oh, okay. Yes. You're going to be the Tim yeah, Thomas type those... coming in your uh, early 30s to take over the, uh, the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I believe exactly. in you. And you know, you know, put me in net because I can't skate worse shit. So <laughs> <laughs> less skating, the better. <laughs> just do Just try to do the windmills, the, uh, the pad stacks. If you look good, doesn't matter how many goals go in. Whole time windmill. Just every <laughs> if I was the emergency goalie, I would have so much fun. I'd be like, sorry guys, we're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, so every time but, there's a uh a breakaway, it's just like poke check. Nope. Nope. Well, it, it looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> didn't work, didn't work. I tried that in NHL on the PlayStation, but it it didn't work as well in real life. <laughs> or just do that move where you come out and just check the guy at the uh the hash marks. Oh yeah, absolutely. And goalie <laughs> fight every single game. <laughs> If I can get to the other side. All right. But how how do you think the Sens did this year? Um, just what's do do does do we know? Do we have an idea? Uh, Craig, go for it. I would say they did significantly better than everyone thought they would do. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the season, yeah. I I just re-listened to our first podcast, and I was saying that those ten games of the season are just going to be the breaks. Uh. They were absolutely the opposite throughout the entire season. No one played the Toronto Maple yep. Leafs harder than the Ottawa Senators did. Um, even those games, you know, against the second place Edmonton Oilers were far in a way less competitive than the ones against the Senators. Um, I think they're going to have a great team with the next, you know, even next year. They if they if the playoffs, if the season has started in mid-February, I think I saw that the uh Ottawa Senators have more points than the Montreal Canadiens. Um, they would be in the playoffs, definitely more than the Winnipeg Jets. So I think right now they're probably the third or fourth best team in the division. Very cool. Very yeah, cool. I think if they can continue on something like that. No, I know I did hear some people saying that, you know, they want to be going for a, a high draft pick, even though this year, because we don't really know what the players are going to be like. There's not <laughs> as much scouting on them. Uh, but at the same time, win some games, get some confidence with those young guys and build on it next year. Cause the same thing, there isn't a lot of scouting reports on these players right now. So it's really just a toss at the dartboard. So you might as well, you know, aim for it. I think that the, in this draft, the best player is going to go drafted after number 10, um, just cause no one really knows what these players are going to be like. So win some games, you know, drop down the draft in the draft lottery, but nothing bad that can come out of winning some extra games for these guys. Yeah, just go get some more darts. It's like if you get fifth overall or something, trade that for seven and ten or trade that for oh, absolutely. 15, 15, 13, and 24. Like, Yeah, and if somehow they jump up to number three, it's like trade it for five, seven, nine, and 12. Like, Yeah, some, yeah that'd someone's going to be, cool. be. We love those trades. Yeah, someone's going to be desperate. Dan, how do you think they did? Um, I mean, they had a rough start, but they're not Buffalo. So I think that's a, a positive Good comparison. Sign. <laughs> I, you know, as much as I I do hate it when the Leafs play the Suns, they played the Leafs well this year. Uh, they beat them in the last game of the season. They beat them in the first game of the season. Um, if you look at this the record for the Suns in their last ten, they're seven two and one. So they're they were gaining momentum throughout the year as we saw, but they had the rough start and they weren't really able to do anything. Um, after that, you know, when you have a, a start that bad and you're not able to to get consistency throughout the year, it's not going to be a, uh, pardon me, a Stanley Cup run in the end. So, you know, as Craig said, it's a building year. Um, I think we'll see in the next couple of years, uh, maybe next year, year after that, we'll start to see some upwards momentum, but uh, they're definitely on the right track. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. What was it? Choo-choo! It's gone. <laughs> um, they got it back. Um, the Leafs, it's not like they tried to take the night off, like Craig said. They actually played the Sens, and they played them to full potential, and they still lost. Like, it, the Sens really gave it to the Leafs this year, and it wasn't because the Leafs were you know, thinking it was going to be an easy game. They they played evenly, and the Sens came out on top quite a bit. So that's weird. Uh, last question for Capital Corner. Do you think the Sens name a captain next year? A couple candidates, uh, Thomas Shabbat, uh, Mr. Kachuk. Also, I'm going to throw Connor Brown's name into the hat there. Other names, uh, you can go off the board for this one. Craig, do you think they name a captain, and who do you think it is? I, I don't know the team well enough to really answer this. We've seen a lot of young captains, you know, named for these young teams, and it's a lot of pressure. So if someone's not ready to take on that pressure, just keep a bunch of assistant captains until someone really steps up. Putting the pressure on a young guy, you know, not everybody's ready for that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, I don't know the team, as Craig said, as well. I, I could name the Leafs captain if you want, but that's about it. But uh <laughs> You know, to be fair, when I do watch Sens games, um, I do notice to chuck a lot on the ice. Uh, he is all over the place, and he is shutting down the Leafs when he can, and he's working his ass off. And that's really what you want out of the captain. You want somebody that is going to be going into each game with the determination to put it all out on the ice and leave it there. It's a tough call, but that's who stands out to me when I watch the Sens. So I would go with him. Uh, for me, uh, the reason I threw those three names out is because I think Shabbat will get the captaincy just based on uh, how the Sens kind of have had previous captains. I think he's the most mature. I think he's one of the better leaders. I think Connor Brown should be considered for sure. However, I don't think he's in their long-term plans. I think it's more, let's trade him while he's hot sort of thing. Maybe back to the Leafs. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, Brady Kachuk would be the best option. I think he is the guy that's going to be able to handle that pressure based on his like family pedigree. Like Keith Kachuk, come on. Like he's he's an, he was an amazing player and he's mm-hmm. he's built these kids up. Um I think he should be the next captain. However, I think Shabbat will probably get it. It's fair. Yeah. And he is a little bit older than the the couple of those other guys. Not as old. I think Connor Brown Wait. would be the oldest of the group, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'll probably just shorten it. Okay, we're gonna have some fun, and this is mostly just to celebrate our twentieth uh, episode and kind of a little bit fun for ourselves. What we did is we split up our first uh, eighteen podcasts because we just recorded nineteen last week. Split up our first eighteen podcasts between us, and it wasn't like one to five or one to six. I get and so on and so on. We split them up every third one. And we re-listened to them and tried to pick out some funny stuff or interesting quotes. And we are going to try to guess who said it. And we can also pick ourselves. So uh, Craig's going to start us off with a uh, quote or a discussion point or something. We're going to try to figure out who said it or what the context was. Um, And we'll get one guess each. We'll tally up all the points somehow. And... um, and we'll we'll put a little bit of money down on this, too. So this is fun for us. Hopefully you've been following along as well. All right, Craig, take it away. First one for Who Said It? All right, so this is from episode number four. 
So Wayne Simmons scored a milestone power play goal in that game. It was his 100th power play goal. And according to Daniel, what was the other milestone that he uh, got on that goal? A hundred fighting minutes, hundred fighting penalty minutes. That's my guess. <laughs> oh man, I said it too, eh? Um, so I was probably looking at stats. So I'm gonna say uh, it's one of his point totals, like career milestone point totals. Well, according to according to you, Daniel, it was it was his fifth hundred point. I was, I was going to say 500, but then I was like, that's stupid. No, you didn't say 500. You said 500. It is 500 uh, point. That's hilarious. 500 point, eh? Nice. 500 point. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, which one do I want to go with? I've got a bunch here. And I think the ones I picked are kind of uh, conversation starters. So we can talk about this stuff a little bit as as the um, yeah. season has finished, but also still guess. Okay, one of the three of us said this in episode two. Uh, this just in, Corey Perry waved and sent to the taxi squad. Dan, who said it? Uh, that was Craig. Craig, who said it? I can guess that was you because you usually get the notifications before me. That was Craig. Ah, uh, ah. Craig said that, and it was definitely not, it was definitely not just in. Like we all knew about it. <laughs> oh no, it came out that little, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig had a little gimmick about it. So Corey Perry waved for Montreal in that first game, and he has definitely not been waved since. I said afterwards, uh, everybody above Corey Perry, I think, deserves to be on the team. Whereas I don't think everybody above Jason Spezza before deserved to be on the team that's fair do we still think that about Corey perry i'd say we'd agree with that about jason spezza still because he's a he's a dream yeah. he's a but monster Corey perry do you think yeah <laughs> do you think Corey perry should have been waived or has his contributions at least against the leafs uh kind of proved you shouldn't have done that at the beginning dan <laughs> yeah i think that shouldn't have done that yeah Craig? <laughs> no problem <laughs> Uh, well, he's just another big pest on a team full of pests in Montreal. I think he fits perfectly in there. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, he definitely has contributed well to that team. Cool. All right, Dan, go for it. Who said it? Okay, so I'm going to start with one from episode nine. So the quote is, and I'm going to, and listen to my pronunciation. <laughs> Calgary decided to put out David Riddich, and Markstrom was injured, <laughs> and Dave Riddick... The person that said this corrected themselves, decided the big save Dave all over the Leafs, and we were unable to score any goals. Who said Oh, it? that's me. That's me. That's Craig. It was Kyle. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and that's why I put this one in there. So oh, Kyle said this in response to how Toronto played versus Calgary that week. Uh, we, we were dealing with a ton of injuries on our side, and we couldn't get anything going. Matthews was out. Everyone was out. And uh, Dave stood on his head. So thank goodness we now have Dave Riddich. <laughs> Riddick. <laughs> Riddick. I, sh I should have known. I always correct myself in mid-sentence. <laughs> All right. So oh, right. from episode number seven, just after Alex Galchenyuk was picked up on a trade, who said that he's not a guy and not going to play? Probably uh, on a taxi squad. I, I said that. I think I said that. We all said that. 
<laughs> All three of us thought that Alex Galchenyuk was not going to play a game. How wrong we were. Oh, that's hilarious. I guess we don't get any points for that one. No. Yeah, how wrong we, <laughs> how wrong we were about that. Wow. It was fun and going done... through listening to these gate uh, these podcasts and just seeing how much would we write about and how much were we very wrong about. We're about fifty yeah, fifty. Absolutely. About fifty fifty. Absolutely. Oh man, I've got so many good ones. <laughs> and it's and I, and the and the good ones are you know were were we right or were we wrong sort of thing. Okay. Episode eleven. I think they should trade Nylander for Johnny Goodrow. Who said it, Dan? Oh. And who said? I, I think you might said have the, said that. Who actually. said the quote? Exactly the quote, not who agreed or disagreed. Right, right. I think you might have said that, Kyle. Yeah, that 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 was Kyle because he backtracked again, like a week later after Nylander <laughs> went on a scoring spree. <laughs> that is both correct. I did say that. <laughs> I had a big discussion topic about it, and and have we changed our minds about this? Maybe do we think? And sorry, let me double. Uh, double down on this. Dan said yes, and said that uh, we should add a third rounder to it. <laughs> and then Craig said yes because he likes. Yeah, Craig said yes because he liked the idea of getting out of uh, Neenlander's cap. And then I said, well, definitely yes, and throw in Bennett's contract too. Which, oh my, come God. on, oh, yeah, that Sam Bennett has been on fire. He would have been a wrecking awesome ball for in us. Florida. What, 15 points in 10 games or something? Something like that. Now, he's been on the second line. He's been the second line center, so he would not have that same spot on the least. Maybe third line center, but uh, yeah, come on. That would have been great. Well, we've got Sam Bennett while we're talking about him. Um, Barabanov going to San Jose has, what, I think eight points in 10 games or something like that. Um, and just and re-signed, re-signed. Uh, just signed a new contract, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So... Some of these guys that are in, you know, limited minute roles, third, fourth line, when they go to new teams and they play on a first or second line, do you think that that's they're always going to do better? Because most of these guys growing up in juniors, they're not playing third line, fourth line roles throughout their entire juniors and growing up. They always play on these first lines. They're always scorers. They're always playmakers. But they're kind of shoehorned into these other positions as they get a little bit older. Do you think just by trading a player and having them on a a higher line, are they always are they just generally going to succeed more? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. They've they've been in those high leverage situations. They're not as used to being defensively sound unless that's what they did in junior and things. So, and I think teams do this all the time. They have a player who's really good that just doesn't fit with their system. At that exact moment, so they trade him for futures, and uh, and they're they're kind of doing right by them, which the Leafs were definitely doing with uh, Barabanov and Lettinen. So I would agree with that statement, Craig. That was a nice uh, nice take. Okay, Dan, go for it. Oh wait, okay, so I'm gonna... yeah, it's Dan. It's yeah, it's me. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys context first. I won't tell you who said it, obviously, but I'm going to give you context. So blank said this in response to um we were talking about how vancouver's 10 losses over 19 games were starting to stack up for them this is around february 9th that the week of that so even though they played most of the season so far their losses were were stacking up faster than everyone in the division except for ottawa so the prediction or the quote is 
I have a prediction for Vancouver, and I don't think I'll be the first one to predict this. I think Jim Benning will be fired in the next week or so. Hmm. Oh, that could be Kyle Irai. Uh That was that was me, I think. So you're, you're both going with Kyle? I think I just as likely yeah. could have said it, but yeah, I think probably Kyle. And you are both correct. That was indeed Kyle. Okay. <laughs> I think I remember and, and saying I, that. I, I'll just point out, he is still around, so... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I was super wrong about that. I was surprised, too. And he signed another old player to a contract that maybe he deserved, but didn't need to be on that team. Like They, they brought back Tanner Pearson for several years at many millions of well, dollars. Like three and a half million, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. And they still have to re-sign their three or two big guys. Like, come on, man. Well, three, isn't it? Uh, Pedersen, Demko, and Hughes. Aren't they all RFAs this year? They uh, did get Demko done five for five. Oh, oh, well, still, he's an unproven goalie five for five. I guess Freddie Anderson was too, and that's the same thing he signed five years ago. I guess not bad. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. All right, Craig, third one. Go for it. Okay. So. Go back to episode 10. So this was 10 weeks ago. So this is two and a half months ago. We were talking about some, you know, some needs that Toronto had um, to fill in the top six. And we named a player that we thought we would want in a trade, but there's no way that we'd ever fit him in under the cap. What was that player? Well, the obvious choice is Taylor Hall, but I, I don't like this. That's too obvious, I think. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, gonna to say Taylor Hall. That's, that is my guess, yeah. I think we threw logic to the wind and said Ovechkin. Well, these might have all been true, but this wasn't the one I was specifically talking about. I didn't hear those. It was Nick Felino. No. Yeah. Hey. We said, you know who would be great? <laughs> wow. Nick Felino, but there's no way we'd ever be able to fit his cap into this because team. Of the cap. And lo and behold, the, the wizards of cap management made it work. In Dubas, we trust. Wow, yeah. that was a good one, Craig. Good, good that find was good. there. Good, yeah, really good. Okay, uh, I've got another uh, quote here for you, and we'll see if you can uh, figure out who said it and what player we might have been talking about. He's always there in front of the net. You know, he's upsetting people. You know, he's getting people off their game. You know, that's what you want in a player, but you also want him to be able to score, shoot. He's got the hands and that. In the new NHL, you can't just have someone being a goon and not being to, uh, not being able to actually play the game. Who said that? Dan, then Craig. I think Craig said it about Thornton. Well, I know it was me based on you know, you know, you know. I know that. <laughs> that's I, why I, know I said that's Craig. Me. <laughs> I think I, I may have been talking about Simmons. I'm kind of a jerk, but it was Rob. Oh. <laughs> it was Rob. He was talking about Brady Kachuk. The Suns, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the reason I picked that was, first of all, for the you knows. You never know with some of us and our ums and you knows and things like that. Yep. And it does sound like Simmons, like in front of the net, you know, and he's not a goon. He can actually play and score, so... Try to trip you up with that one, but Rob, You're thanks well for done. coming on and giving <laughs> us that awesome quote. <laughs> that's hilarious. Good, that's a good one, Kyle. We should try to have Rob back on, maybe at the draft. Absolutely, yeah, it's That'd a good be idea. Fun. Okay, so for my next one here, um, 
I'll give you context after. So the quote was, I would like to see Anderson come back. Keefe said today that Anderson had a good day. He's going to see tomorrow how Campbell's doing uh, as Campbell's not, or sorry. Um, he's going to see tomorrow how he's doing as Campbell's not available for a few games. So assuming Anderson is feeling better, I'd like him to come back for sure. He is still our starting goalie. And if you don't give him the confidence of putting him back in when he's ready, I think that's going to shake him up. So who said that? Obviously, we're talking about Anderson. We were talking a little bit about, um, you know, how Campbell was injured. We were playing with the idea of Wall coming in and playing a couple games. So what do you guys think? Sounds like Go me. Ahead, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's me. <clears throat> you think it was uh, you, Craig? Just, just to be funny, what episode was this? Do you remember? So this was episode nine. Episode nine. Yeah. I have a similar one from Craig for episode 14, and maybe I'll say it after, but we, I wasn't going to get us to guess this. So I'm going to say it was also Craig. So it was me. I said that. No way. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guy. And that was like, it sounded like something Craig would have said. So uh, I threw it in there. I but feel there like we've been saying the that one for uh, two months now. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Well, yeah. and, you know, I, I kind of threw it in because I've been souring on Anderson lately. Me too. Um, and, you know, in this, I'm pretty clear that it's he's the starting goalie. He's just the one that should get the net. But there you go. <clears throat> yeah, Craig said, uh, I would like to see Freddie start still. And this is episode 14, so not too long ago. Yeah. He's led the team over the last four years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give him enough credit this season for what he has done for this team over the last four years. Because honestly, those first couple years, he dragged this team kicking, kicking and screaming, screaming into, into the, the playoffs. playoffs. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. So let, let's just do one more. Let's wrap this guy up pretty yeah. soon here. Sure. All right. So sure, sure. in episode 13, going back one more, what did Kyle refer to as the three, science of, three sciences of four? I'm sorry. Did I say the three sciences of four? The three sciences of four. Okay. What? I had too many beers for that one <laughs> yeah you did. what was so kyle what are the three sciences uh oh uh by bio chemistry and physics so what's the fourth science according to at least fans in hostile lands uh 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 i'm gonna see cracking skulls <laughs> cracking <laughs> skulls <laughs> Biology, chemistry, physics, and and what the heck did I say? Daniel, any ideas? Why did? Oh, I have no clue. I uh, I don't remember this at all. And 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 lying or something? I don't know. What did I say? This is funny. Yelling at the game to change the outcome of the score. Oh, oh right. <laughs> So we know the more of you yell course. at the TV, the the better the least will do. That is the fourth. Oh, science. that's the best. That's the best. I'm so yeah. glad I said that into a microphone <laughs> on the internet. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got two here from episode five. Um. Okay, I'll go with this one. 
Watching the old Leafs, you'll see Phaneuf skating up with the puck, and you're like, oh, man, are you just going to turn it over in the neutral zone? <laughs> I I think I said that. Oh, right, yeah. I'm going to go with me. That that That's just so true. It could have been any of us, but yeah, probably Daniel. Yeah, that was Daniel. That was Daniel. <laughs> yes. He was talking about how Marner has changed the team. It's more fun, more confident. Uh, but ironically enough, our power play sounds a lot like what Phaneuf used to do. Uh, mm-hmm. We try to get in there, and nope, oh, no, it's gone. And it's gone. But at least uh, back <laughs> then we had the shot from the point. That's true. That's true. Now, it, it went 10 feet wide every time, but at least you tried. Are we talking about Barry or Phaneuf? Phaneuf. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyson Berry, okay. third uh, in scoring on the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, good Lord. Just a full 400 points behind Kyron McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> My last one's a tough one here, guys. Okay. Okay. So how many players play two positions? Goaltender and Zamboni driver? You put them on the salary and you're going to save 30 grand a year. <laughs> that was me. That is a tough one because we all say that. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Greg, you think that was you? Always thinking, uh, you know, financially. Always worried about that salary. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Kyle? Yeah, I don't think any of my David Ayers things were that particular, so I'll go <laughs> Craig as well. It was indeed Craig, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Craig talking about Ayers. We were uh, having a little bit of fun there, talking about goaltending, and uh, of course we had to bring up David Ayers, and I think we were talking about Mike Smith at the time, so he made a big leap, but, you know, he got there. Thank you for mentioning David Ayers in this episode. It would not be a uh, Lee's Fans and Hoscott Dial Land celebratory episode without uh, Mr. David Ayers. That's well, to awesome. be fair, the other quote I didn't use is uh, one that Kyle said in response to Craig talking about um, trading Matthews. And Kyle said, if somebody said we should trade Matthews for David Ayers, I would just be fine with that at this point. <laughs> so, you know, that, that must have been really early one, in the but... season before he started scoring. Yeah. All right. I know well, we, I know we said it was the end, but I've got one last one for you. Um I was saying earlier okay. that I have our cup predictions um uh, from the beginning of the season from the first episode. Okay. Now, so this was our mm-hmm. picks for the who to win the Stanley Cup, but going to the Stanley Cup playoffs, we have a pretty good idea of, you know, we we have the final standings now. Daniel, do you remember who your um your pick to win? I remember Craig's. I think I said Vegas. Daniel, you said Vegas. Kyle, do you remember yours? Um, I think I said... I'm stuck between two. I think I said Colorado. You said Colorado. Who else were you stuck with? Uh, Carolina. That was the other one you said. And I said I was also thinking oh. Carolina. So, we also picked our, we also picked our Canadian teams to win. Um, Daniel, do you remember your Canadian pick? I think I went with Edmonton. Kyle, do you remember yours? I went with Winnipeg. Dan went with Calgary. Calgary and Winnipeg, yep. I went with who? Calgary. Oh, God. You said Calgary. Craig went with the Leafs. Uh, do you remember my first pick? I think your first pick was the Leafs, wasn't it? No, my first pick was Connor McDavid doing it by himself wearing goalie pads. I think I won. I think I won this one. I, I think I was. I the yeah, co- I did too. I'll give I that think to I was you the too. closest. 
Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's all yours, Craig. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been a weird season. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And based on all of our who said it, uh, I think Craig won that one. Craig got four right, Dan got three right, and I got two right. Way to go, Craig! That was oh, that, that was fun. Yeah. It it's guys. That was fun. fun. I'm gonna say now it's been a it's been a fun season. Uh, Absolutely. I, I know yes, Alex has appreciated me talking about hockey to someone else other than her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, should we finish off the season with our uh, Leafs three stars that aren't Marner's Marner and Matthews? Yeah, it's pretty Absolutely. obvious those are going to be two of our stars. So yeah, anyone else? Two of our big stars there. Um, I haven't even thought about mine yet. Good Lord. So somebody else take it away. Uh, Craig, go for it. All right. So with the three stars, I'm just going to do one forward, one defenseman, and a goalie. So the one forward I'll give my star to this season is Jason Spezza. Uh, I think probably, yep. I believe he's top 10 for points per 60 minutes over the season. Um, able to put up, what, 30-something points in the limited minutes he has. Uh, it, he's shown that he, you know, even in a limited role, he's able to produce really well. Um, for our defenseman, it's going to be TJ Brody. The guy has been a rock mm. all season. You know, 52 games, we may have heard his name 10 times. That means he's doing something right. And then for goalie, um, Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell has, you know, carried this team through the last 20 games since Freddie Anderson has been injured. Um, not to say that Freddie Anderson wasn't doing well at the beginning of the season. You know, he had hit a rough patch, but to have Jack Campbell step in first time as a starter in the league and play as well as he has, he's got my star. And Campbell, we trust. Yep, pretty much. So so he is my, my uh, top star, actually. I'm picking, you know, unilaterally. I don't care if they're forwards or defensemen or goalies, but um, I would put Campbell as top star. He had a great, obviously great start to his season. Um, and even when he had his little crash there, uh, he really recovered well, keeping his positive attitude. So he gets top star for me. I'm going to bring in Hyman after that because I love watching him play. He's so versatile. He can play on any line and he makes it better. And I'm going to use Spezza again. I, I agree with you, Craig, on every point you made. He was a joy to watch. He had some really nifty goals. Um, he, I really look forward to seeing him in the playoffs. Awesome. My number one star goes to Zachary on the attackery Hyman. We'd love to gush about him. He is wonderful. I'm so excited to have him back in the playoffs and on that top line, on the second line, on the third line, on the fourth line. I don't care where he plays as long as he plays, and it's going to be awesome. Um, Second star goes to Zach Bogosian. Wow. Ooh. Really, really settled down that third pair. Like any time the Leafs threw out the third pair in previous years, I'm like, oh God, what's going to happen? Man, Zach Bogosian, just a rock on defense, and we don't hear about him very much. So uh, I hope to see him in the playoffs here soon. Maybe not at the expense of Sandine, but I think he's been a rock for us. Kyle, I thought you were and- going to say Zach Hyman three times when he said Zach Bogosian. <laughs> I was like, you can't give him I all. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. And you know what? Third star, I'm going to throw it to Alex Galchenyuk. Like, what a bounce back for that guy. He's been on how many teams, and he has been flourishing with the Leafs. So well done to the Leafs training staff. Well done to Alex Galchenyuk for 
finding a team and fitting in and playing a role that he can play instead of being said, hey, you were a third overall pick. You should be playing top minutes and you should be doing this. Oh, you can't? Down to the third line. We hate you. No, we were patient with him and he's uh, contributed very, very well. Those are my three stars. Very nice. I like that you threw out in Gulch there. All right, should we uh, finish this off, gentlemen? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, everybody, for sticking with us for 20 episodes and a full 56-game Leafs season. It's been a blast. We are very excited to review the playoffs as they go on, and our blood pressure is going to be skyrocketing here soon, but we are excited to win a round for the first time since 2004. Going to be very, very exciting. Don't forget to spread the word about Leafs fans in hostile lands. Follow us on all your favorite social media and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. And most importantly, go Leafs, go. Go Go Leafs, Leafs, go.